0: You're listening to Your Woo-Woo Best Friend, a no-BS approach to wellness, spirituality, manifestation, and all things mystical. Hello there, it's Andy. Welcome back to Your Woo-Woo Best Friend. I'm so thrilled to be back for another episode. This is a solo episode, not exactly a mini episode, but my intention is to give you some good, juicy tips on the quick. So we're going to get there. And before we do, a little life update. So the retreat house in the forest is officially happening. I closed on the house two Fridays ago. And here's the thing. I know it feels like it happened really fast. I've had a couple of conversations lately where people were like, "Um, you just put this on the vision board. And then it came to life. And it does feel that way. But I want to also just say this, when you put something on your vision board, when you have an idea of something that you want to call in, it was likely already circling in the ether, preparing to find you. And it only started to become something that you were aware of the moment that you put it on the vision board. Now that sounds really woo woo, I get it. And in addition to that, there has to be a lot of action before you do something like put a vision board together around purchasing a property, right? Like we don't just put on our vision board, I'm going to purchase a property. And then two months later, that comes through without a lot of good soul level work and practical strategy happening at the same time. So I've been talking about this possibility of a retreat house for a couple of years Ben and I have been having this conversation we weren't sure where it was going to be this retreat house I've been having this conversation with the outsourced CFO that I have that works with me on we we and our company so it's not like on January 1st I was like hmm I want to have a house in the forest what do you guys think let's do it universe I landed on that because of a lot of pre-work that I was already starting to do up to like, I don't know, early 2020, to be honest. So I want, I'm sharing that. and I wanted to say that because I think it's important when we're considering the practice of manifestation that we think about all the little steps it took to get you to a place where you even were comfortable and confident enough to put the thing on the vision board so that the real action could then start to unfold. And so as I've been thinking about that whole process this week, I wanted to bring this episode forward, three things that I've learned about risk-taking, because I think there is sometimes this idea that someone has an idea of something that they want, they take this big leap of faith, they go for it. And when they nail it, they really nail it. And it's like the risk was so worth it. And we only see the end result. So I wanted to bring this forward because there's so many nuances between the idea coming from the ether, from the muse, whatever it is for you, and landing with you to even begin to put it into vision, to put it on your manifestation list, and then the the steps that it has to, that you have to take in order to take the big leap of faith. Okay, so that's where we're going today. Three things that I've learned about risk-taking. So before we go there, one more thing. If you're interested in booking a stay at the retreat house, it officially has a name now, by the way. It's called La Forêt. Retreat Chalet. Cute, right? <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I laugh every time I say it. It's La Forêt. La Forêt Retreat Chalet. If you're interested in staying at the retreat house, we're expecting to have it open by the end of June. I will put a link in the show notes where you can sign up to get on the wait list to book as soon as we open booking. Okay, so there's a link in the show notes. Go take a look at that link. You can sign up with your email address and get on the wait list to book La Forêt as soon as it's available. All right, so here we go. Three things I've learned about risk-taking. So number one, you do not have to have the full confidence to take the big leap. You just need to have the confidence to take the first step. So let's use this house as an example of this process. When I started dreaming about bringing La Forêt into existence, I was not confident in going out and getting a mortgage for a home in the California mountains at the place that I was sitting at in that exact moment financially. But I had a vision for this house. I I knew that it could be possible. My business was growing. And I knew that if I started to share this vision with people around me that could support me, I could begin to take the first steps. So what were the first steps? I had the confidence to first hire someone in my company that is a outsourced CFO that could help me to see where it would be possible to make improvements in the financial picture of my company, where I could pay myself more in my company, where I could grow sales in my company. That was a first step in being able to bring this vision to life. That doesn't feel very woo-woo, right? But that is the reality is I had to have the confidence to bring someone into my business, to dissect everything from a financial picture In order to start making a plan for this to even be possible, then I had to have the confidence to start having conversations with people like realtors with folks that handle mortgages. And that stuff can be really scary and intimidating. So, how did I get the confidence to get into those conversations? I just started reading. I started learning a ton about real estate. I started learning about the markets in which I was interested in buying a property for this house. And so, every time I was in a conversation, I was able to embody a woman in her power, a woman who does things like buy retreat homes because I was feeling more confident because of the knowledge that I was giving myself, the learning that I was taking on in order to start making these steps. I actually want to break this down a little bit further. So in this first point, you don't have to have the confidence to take a big leap, just the first step. The reality is the first step for me was the first time I got my own apartment. The first time I was able to live in an apartment without a roommate, for example. The first time I signed a lease for a place that I felt like, yeah, this is my dream apartment. The next time I up-leveled, I had the confidence to take a step forward, was the first time I bought property. I bought a house a long time ago in Atlanta. It was in the early part of my career. Honestly, I decided I was going to buy a house because rent seemed to be more expensive than what the mortgage prices were at that point in time. And so I went for it. And that was another step. It wasn't necessarily... My dream house today, but it was my dream house then. That version of me felt like it was the best possible thing I could ever have at that point in time. It was two bedrooms, it had a little pool. It was incredible. Then the next step was I moved to a new city and I was able to rent a place that completely lit me up. I was living in an apartment in the middle of the French Quarter in New Orleans felt like a dream apartment. That's another step. So I'm building confidence that I can have as my place of being, the place where I live, I can have my dream homes. This is something I can do for myself. And I continued to do that time and time again so that when it became time, when we got to this point where I'm sitting today, where it's like, okay, I'm living in what I consider to be my dream home for today in LA, and I'm going to buy this retreat home in the mountains. When it became time for this, when we arrived here, I've done this. I've taken these steps. I have called dream places into my life. This is not new for me. Does that mean that my ultimate dream of like some amazing beach house sitting in Malibu with views for days is the exact next step that's going to happen? Probably not. And that's okay because along the way, I'm taking the steps. And then when it's time for the big leap, I'm good. I'm grounded. I've got this. I have shown myself that I can do this. So that's the first thing I've learned about risk-taking. You don't have to have the confidence to take the biggest leap ever. You just have to have the confidence to take the first step. Okay, so the second thing I've learned about risk-taking, and my fam, we know this one, and yet we still mind fuck ourselves time and time again with this one. So here it is. Stop watching everyone else's success and comparing yourself because what's going to happen is you will become paralyzed. You will absolutely paralyze yourself because you will not be able to see the moments forward, the way forward. You're not going to know what to do next because all you can see is that this person you're comparing yourself to absolutely has it made. The reality is most of the time, the people that we think absolutely have it made They actually don't. We just only see one perspective, and that's the perspective that they want us to see. But either way, even if they absolutely do have it made, we don't know their journey most of the time. We don't know all the steps that they had to take, the work that they had to do personally in order to get there. And truly, you guys know this. In the process of manifestation, it's not up to us to determine the how, It's up to us to align energetically to what it is that we want to call in and be ready and inspired to take action, to create practical strategy in order to grow, in order to move forward. That is on us. That is completely on us. And when we're busy comparing ourselves to everyone else's success, we can't start to create a practical strategy or hold the vision or have the emotional capacity to align to what it is that we're calling in because we're so caught up in somebody else's stuff. I saw this really incredible post the other day from Gabby of Cy Swoon, and she had five tips that were really incredible. But this was the fifth one, and it's, this isn't even really a tip. It's more of just a, a really beautiful lesson. And it says this, "'Life is a constant cycle between plateaus and mountains.'" Do not mistake the plateau for a rut. Instead, lay on the flat, even ground, and enjoy the temporary open space to dream. The next mountain that will demand your attention is always right around the corner anyways. You are destined to miss the reflective freedom found on the plateau when you're called to the mountain, and you're bound to miss the active sense of self found on the mountain when you're on the plateau." If you remain conscious of this cycle, you can enjoy the important offerings found in each terrain exactly at the time of their arrival. When you get so busy, by the way, how good is that? So good. When you get so busy worrying about someone else's success and how you're going to duplicate that and how you're going to achieve what they've achieved, you are not giving yourself space to just be on the plateau, to enjoy the sense of self that can be found while you're there, to lay on the ground and enjoy the temporary open space to dream because you are just trying to hustle up the mountain. And so risk-taking requires us to stop comparing ourselves to what others are doing and to sit on the plateau with open space to dream. The third thing that I've learned about risk-taking James Clear, who is the author of Atomic Habits, which I've been rereading during this last couple of weeks while I've been working on La Forêt, the retreat house, says this, surround yourself with people who have the same goals as you. You'll rise together. Knowing that someone else is watching is also a powerful motivator. So we talk about the concept of expanders quite often in the Manifestation Blueprint and in Rituals of Manifestation. So this third thing that I've learned about risk-taking is to surround yourself with expanders and also get some accountability partners when you're taking risks. When you're making a decision to do something like buy a retreat house, talk to some friends That have done something similar. I remember when I was first starting to get the confidence to put it out there that this was something that was on my vision board because that took confidence in itself. Like getting into a a headspace where I could confidently say, hey, guys, this is something I'm thinking about doing. When I was starting to get into that place, I called up my friend Nadia, who I host the Sea Changers co-working sessions with that we do the first of the month every month. I called her up. We were having a conversation about a million other things, as we always do. And I said, hey, this is something I think I'm going to do. I'm, I'm really interested in buying property and turning it into a retreat-like destination. Why did I have that conversation with her? Well, because I know she's somebody that also has that dream. So then we could start to share that dream with each other. I could send her pictures of places that I was seeing, and she's there cheering me on. She's there being a powerful motivator for me. And I've done that every time I was set up to take a big risk. When it was time to do something pretty bold and ballsy, I looked around my community. I looked around my group of friends. I looked around at the people I followed on social media to find, okay, who else has done this? Let me get some inspiration from them. Let me get some confidence from their story. And that's going to hold me more accountable. I also cannot say this enough, and I know I've shared this many times on this show, being in community groups like mastermind programs, the co-working sessions that we do, this is an opportunity to meet other people that are doing the things that you're aspiring to do or the things that you're currently working on. And I think that is so powerful. I have something that I'm working on launching maybe the end of this year, probably early next year, which feels like another really bold move, a big risk. I specifically put myself into several communities this year of people doing this exact thing so that it would become more normalized for me so that I would be in conversations where when I say this is a thing I'm about to do The people in the room are saying, oh, cool. When I did that, this is how it went. Or some things that I learned in my process of doing that exact thing looked like this. It feels a lot less scary, a lot less like a big risk when you're surrounded by people that are like, yeah, girl, I've got you. I've done this. Or yeah, that's on my dream board too. That's a vision I'm holding also. Or that's on my manifestation list as well. So that's the third thing I've learned about risk-taking. Put yourself in communities. Put yourself in relationship with people who have done it or are doing it and will help to hold you accountable. Okay, so that's it for today. I want to know about the risks that you're taking in your lives. I want to know what you guys are up to. Share with me your stories. Celebrate the this- podcast is here for that. I want to celebrate your wins, your successes, your manifestations come to life. As a reminder, you can text us at the show if you want to share your manifestation stories. If you don't have the number, I'm going to give it to you again. It is 1-323-405-9256. Also, If you're still here, you've listened through to the entire episode, thank you for that. We have a giveaway that we are doing starting today with the drop of this episode. So what's the giveaway you're asking? We've done a couple of fun little giveaways over the last couple of months. This is a big one. This is a cash giveaway. So here's how you play. If you've listened to this episode and you've loved it, share a review. It's got to be on Apple Pods. And then post your review or something about this show that you loved on your social media. Take a screenshot of your review. Take a screenshot of your social media post. Make sure you tag us at your woo woo BFF and then DM it to us. Okay. So that's really the two steps. Leave a review, screenshot it, post on social. It can be in your stories, tag us, screenshot it, and then send it to us via dm at your woo woo bff we're going to run this for 30 days and then we're going to draw a cash winner of hundred dollars hundred dollars cash okay we love you we want to give back to you for loving us over here with that we are complete i'll be back again next week with another interview we've got lots of fun interviews as i've mentioned lined up for the spring and summer And I'm taking off for New Orleans super soon. We've got the New Orleans retreat coming up, Memorial Day weekend. If you have missed it and have not yet signed up and you were thinking about coming, doors are closed. But if you want to DM me to get in, I could maybe sneak you in. Okay? Much love. See you back here next week.